What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Thank you so much for being here. I love that you guys hang out with us. We are here today to talk about things that grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. And today, I found Lamor Bergman. As you guys know, I go around the planet trying to find the best people on it to get them on here to talk to you so that we can grow and expand who we are. So she has been working in the tech industry for over 20 years as a software engineer, an engineering manager, and a director of engineering. Did you hear me? Engineering. Okay. And she knows firsthand what it is like being a woman in a male-dominated field. And she is now mentoring and supporting women's uh, career growth in tech. Um, I cannot tell you how much I love that, Lamore. Like, I, I cannot teach anybody anything about tech. But I'm really glad there's people like you in the world that teach people like me. So how are you, Lamore? Thank you for being here. Hi, Nima. Thank you so much for the warm introduction. It's a great <laughs> pleasure being here. Thank you. It's really good to have you. Um, now, I know I just told a little bit about who you are, but if uh, can you tell us a little bit more about who Lamore is? Yeah. Little question, so let's, little question. Let's, <laughs> let's talk on other things, right? So yeah. first of all, I live in Israel. I awesome. used to live in the U.S. up until two and a half years ago. I'm nice. married and I have four children and I grew a career with raising a family together. That's amazing. Good, so it is good. possible. Yes. And I, I, and, is it something yeah. that you also took with you? You did it here in the States and you're doing it now still in Israel. Uh, not exactly. And we can talk about it. Okay, so great. what happened was I grew my career in tech and then I moved to the U.S. with four very, very little kids. Mm -hmm. And I continued growing my career. And when I got back here to Israel, I did a complete change. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you a lot of some... Uh, Small things that maybe are uh, interesting. So I'm fanatic about working out. I run. I started running actually uh, in my 40s. So a few years ago, uh, I did not wow. think I'm capable of running. And running is incredible to, in general, working out. I really believe in the connection between mind, body, soul, how everything is tied up together. And yeah. it helped me also increase my confidence in myself and still does. And it's yeah. my therapy. <laughs> Running is my therapy. Amazing. So I really encourage everyone that I work with to find what kicks them up, what they like to do that moves their body and helps them with stretching their limits physically as well. So wow. kind of just a small thing. It's, well, yeah, it's not just a small thing, woman. It's a big thing. <laughs> Because that's something, you know, um, I also, you know, uh, you know, I have a lot of like uh, autoimmune conditions and stuff that I'm dealing with. Right. And so I've been like really trying to watch what I'm eating and trying to work out and all that kind of stuff. And you're right. There is a powerful connection that happens when you start to take more seriously your health aspect with everything else. Right. Because I'm a go getter when it comes to like all of my work and business and creating yeah. and all of that stuff. But I have to align the physical with it as well. So that's your whole, you know, you feel whole when you do that. Um, so I know that you're in engineering. So just for my brain, because that's, that's not how my brain operates. Software engineering, is that when you deal with like designing and development and like testing software applications and stuff like this? Is that what that is? Yeah. So it's writing software that can okay. be used in obviously and the applications that we see today on our phones, although right. I was not an app developer on phones, but 
can be anything basically that you run on your computer, on your okay. web browser, because today all the applications are either on mobile or web. Right. Uh, yeah. So someone okay. sits there and writes okay. code that eventually uh, is translated to those applications. Got it. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I had the right, like, concept of what software engineering was in my brain. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. So when you moved from Israel to the States, your kids were all very small. So how yeah. did you, you were, you said you were already doing engineer work in Israel and then you came here. Did you continue yes. your growing your career and all of that here? And, and what did that look like? Yeah. So I, it was not, uh, I, I was not looking to move. It happened, kind of happened. Mm -hmm. And my husband was offered to move. And at first I was very resisting. I was then back then pregnant with my twins. So I have four kids, the young ones are twins. And wow. I almost kicked him out of the house <laughs> back bet. then. I bet. Oh, man. And you were pregnant with twins. So nobody would have blamed you. It would have been hormonal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And I guess his manager was very persi persistent and really wanted him to move to Denver, Colorado. Wow. And, and he approached, my husband approached me, I would say he was very afraid of me, <laughs> about a month after the twins were born wow. and asked me kind of hesitantly, oh, you know, it's the last time I'm asking, would you consider blah, blah, blah. You know, my boss still wants me to go. And I said, yeah, let's go. I kind of, you know, maybe the hormones change or whatever. Or if right, right. <laughs> I'm ready right. for a change. I'm ready to conquer the world. Let's do it. Wow. I sent wow. him there with list of schools to look for and all that. And we moved. Yeah, we moved. Wow. My twins were six months old. And my middle one was three and a half. And my oldest, she was six and a half. So all of them wow, were very young. Your hands young. were full. Yeah, your hands yeah. were full. Yeah. So when you came, uh, when you came, right? So now you're trying to learn a whole new country, a whole new culture. Uh, you know, everything's new, right? I mean, that's, that's tough. And you're raising your babies. So uh, how did that look for you? Like, what, what, did, what were your transitions there? Yeah, first of all, I decided that I have to find a job. Back then, I was managing already. I started, I was relatively a young manager, engineering okay. manager. And I was determined to find a job as an engineering manager in the U.S. And I said, well, if I cannot find, it means that we have to go back. So it's, mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. it was not an option. The second thing was that we planned from day one to find daycare to my twins mm -hmm. because I, I, it was a huge financial financial burden and we didn't cover our cost yeah. at the beginning. We were eating savings, but it mm -hmm. was a conscious decision that if I want to seriously be able to uh, find a job, I have to have the mental space, not just the mm -hmm. physical mm -hmm. space, the mental space to do it. And that's what we did. And everyone around us was kind of in shock. Why wow, you send everyone to daycare from day one, you know, and it's so much money <laughs> and all that. You know, everyone have anything, you know, opinions, yeah, opinions. and they like yeah. to share them. But yeah, that was do. what we decided. <laughs> right. And that's tough. I, I, Lamore, I, I love this. I love, well, first of all, I love your mindset, right? You're a very determined woman too. And I, I love that. <laughs> but very strategic, very strategic, right? Because... That is something that most people wouldn't do. They wouldn't put their kids in daycare right away, right? So yeah. you were already strategizing like, this is what I need for my mental health. 
and for me to have the room that I need to produce what it is I want to produce. Yeah. And that's really, yeah. really smart, right? Because the kids were still little kids. The good thing about kids is they're resilient, right? They kind of like will yeah. adjust to whatever you put them through. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's really good headspace for you. Um, so the kids went to daycare and then how was that getting that first job? Did you finally land the job and, and like it or? <laughs> yeah. So what happened was I started spending hours. I'll tell you hours. I was working at finding a job. Yeah, I took it very heck. seriously and I took it as like, that's what I need to do after I unpacked everything and all that. I mean, no excuses. I have to do it. And right. it's a lot of work. Right. And you have to face rejections, which is yes. really hard. It's really hard. Yes. A lot of people told me, oh, you know, maybe go back to writing code, you know, but I knew what I wanted. They said, I'm not willing to give up. So eventually I said, I'm going to take the first job that I find, assuming it's decent, no matter, you know, and, and that's what I did. I just started working the company. It was not an ideal job, but right. it was good enough. It was right. good enough. It was Right. Uh, managing teams. I uh, yeah. And I remember, you know, my uh, my former boss asked me, oh, how's the company? Is it doing well? Is it? And, in, and I, I told him, you know what? It's a company. <laughs> I have a team. People are nice. Right. And the job is okay. And it helps me move forward. So that's what I did. So good. I love your mindset. I love it. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I love it because for those of you who are listening, and I know that I have a lot of people who are entrepreneurs and a lot of people who are switching careers or trying to know what it is they want. Lamore, I love this because what you're saying is, is listen, momentum movement is forward. Movement is forward. So yeah. it doesn't matter if like you have to take that job that you hate so much right now, look at it as an opportunity for growth an opportunity to teach you something. I always tell my clients this as well, like, cause they're like, Oh, I hate. Okay. But tell me some things that you don't hate. Like, tell me some things that you actually don't hate about your job. And then they can come up with things, right? Because I feel like the moment we focus on the negative or the things that we don't like, that's all we see. Yes, but if we focus on the things that we like or that we can, like you said, it was good enough. People were kind. You already took a situation where maybe it wasn't your ideal job, but you already told me three to four things that you you thought were pretty decent and liked that helps you move forward to the next one. Right. And it helps, it helps you in all aspects of, uh, of life. You mentioned you mm -hmm. have an autoimmune disease. So I'll share something mm -hmm. very personal. My daughter has an autoimmune disease. She was diagnosed with the uh, ITP. Mm -hmm. And uh, today I spent today and yesterday, I spent hours at the hospital to give, to give her a medicine that she has mm -hmm. to take through the veins in order to fly because we fly for three weeks in the U S okay. and you know, and this disease kind of came to us in one day without notice. And we didn't know how we got it and how this thing happened to us and shaked our life. Mm -hmm. And it's an emotional roller coaster. But I always, you know, I sat with my daughter one day and I said, okay, let's look at what are the good things that happen mm -hmm. from that disease. And we found good things. The right. thing is, no matter what happens to you, and I know it's very hard to people to, to realize that, but anything that happens to you, any situation you're at, how bad it is, it happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And try to understand what are the good things there. What mm -hmm. did you learn? What mm -hmm. did you gain from it? 
Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to see it, especially it when it's a, your child yes. and it's about the yes. medical condition. Yes, 100%. And I think that um, I, I love that too. And, and that's such a beautiful way to look at life in general, right? Because really life is an experience. I mean, we come, we experience life, good, bad, ugly, wonderful, and then we pass away. But it's the impact that we make as we're experiencing this life. And the truth is, is you are 100% on point with, you know, yes, this is a disease and this is not fun. It's not good. It's impacting our lives in this way. But this, right? Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine about that. He has a, a, a beautiful young daughter who had a tumor in her brain. They took out the tumor, thank God, and she survived. She cannot eat or, or or anything like that, so they have to feed her through it too. But she goes to school. She's super intelligent. She's going in. She wants to go into college, like all of those great things. But for a long time, all they focused on was the tumor, right? And yeah. I said, you know, she's more than that, though. She's more than that. Like you didn't lose her on that operating table. You you found it before it got to be too severe where, where she passed away from cancer or whatever it was. And then they started like switching the way they thought. And they're like, wow, we're actually making this more about that than about her life. Like she wants to have a boyfriend. She wants to go to college. Like You see what I yeah. mean? Like I think it's the way we perceive what happens to us. Things are what they are. And then we add emotion to it. Right. I love that you did that with your daughter because that's going to teach your daughter in the in, in her life to always look at things and say, OK, but but what what can I what can I do with this now that I have this information? Right. That's so yeah. that's so amazing. So you got into um, engineering. I, I'm assuming that you d- did you keep that first job or did you end up like finding something you really so enjoyed? I, what or? happened was what happened was that uh, I worked. I started when I moved to the U.S., started taking my LinkedIn profile very seriously and invested a lot in it mm-hmm. and continue, continued to nurture it. And uh, then jobs found me. I didn't have to look for mm-hmm. any job ever again. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> and it was incredible. So I, switched, I did switch jobs in the U.S. So mm-hmm. overall, I lived in the U.S. for nine years and I had three jobs. And good. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah. And so um, uh, I saw that you... When I was reading your bio, you kind of went up in your career too, right? And then you became yeah. like the director of engineering. How was that position for you? Did you enjoy that? I did enjoy it. It was not easy. And yeah. the yeah. path to get there was not easy. Right. And 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 through that time, I also realized a lot of things on myself and what I wanted to be. Because I always look, you know, I try to enjoy the moment, but I always look, okay, what's next? What's the next challenge? Mm-hmm. And as I was doing that role and I looked at people above me right in the ladder and I said no I don't I don't see that myself there I don't want to get there it gets yeah. too political you know yeah it's less about because I'm very authentic I'm very direct yeah. I like to be who I am no filters right no sugar added as you no mentioned sugar added, exactly. no sugar no filters whatever <laughs> right and and the problem is if you want to really get to executive levels a lot of times you do have you, you do have to play some kind of game And this was really difficult for me. And I said, I don't see myself doing that. (laughs) Same. 
<laughs> you're like my my twin in Israel right now. I swear, yeah. it's everything you're saying, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's like my head. Um, I'm the same. I'm the exact same, right? I'm a, I'm a director as well of, a, of an amazing organization. Love it. And I have my business where I coach women. And I often thought about that because I've been approached. Headhunters have been coming after me and like, hey, want to be the chief exec? I'm like, mm, no, really? No. Uh-uh. Because with the big paycheck comes a lot of that political correctness. And you really can't say what you feel or think or everything you say or think is scrutinized. And I don't, I'm, I'm not going to do well with that because... <laughs> I'm yeah. probably, I'll probably be terminated immediately because I'm going to tell you what I think. And it's I don't know how well that will go. I'm the same way. I'm very direct and very forward. But I also feel like living in authenticity and truth is important. You know, I, I if I can't be authentic and true of who I am, I'm never going to be happy. We'll never be yeah. happy. Right. Yeah. But I love your journey because it's teaching, especially those of you who are listening, because I know a lot of you are listening right now. Um that journey, right? That journey of you may not like this right now, but look at the positive and then grow from there. And then also know yourself, right, Lamore? Because because you knew yourself, you said, well, maybe I don't want that chief executive, blah, blah, blah job yeah. because, you know, that maybe that'll, that'll stunt my growth and what I want to do. That's really wise. And it's something that I think more people need to hear because a lot of us think that that is the pinnacle of where we have to go without realizing that you compromise a lot of you and yeah. you got to be okay with that. And you got to be okay with that. Yeah. So I think, I mean, what I would like to say is that you have to really listen to your instincts and yeah. follow, follow, follow it. And it took me a lot of time to realize that I was not, that that's not a path for me. It didn't happen overnight. Yeah, yeah of course. And I was trying to mm -hmm. fight that, right? Mm -hmm. Because I was in a very yeah. comfortable place, both financially and, you know, I liked what I was doing. And that's, that was pretty much the only thing I knew how to do. Right, right. Uh, so it, it was hard. I was fighting it, but, but I felt incomplete. I felt that I'm not on the right path. Mm. So it took me time. It was not like a magic. Oh, I decided one day and I right. changed everything. <laughs> Right. right. And I think that and I don't know if you're seeing this as well, because I know you're mentoring women and I want to get to that. I, I, I feel that what's happening a lot, too, is that social media is kind of messing us up a bit in that they think everything is quick, fast and like instant. And that's not true. Right. It is a path. It is a journey. Um, and some of the women that I, you know, uh, coach, they're all like CEOs or, you know, like they're they're really just uh, on a big career path and are struggling with the same thing you just talked about, not feeling complete. Something's missing. Something's wrong. And they also feel like they need to get there tomorrow. And I'm like, how about we just deal with today? <laughs> you know, yeah. because we're not even promised tomorrow. It's good to look at like future goals. But when you feel like you're um, not good enough because you're not there yet. That's the, that's the disconnect. We need to, we need to not do that to ourselves, but we do. And I, and again, I think it's because of all of the stuff on Instagram and stuff, you know, I don't mind social media. I think it's a good thing. I really do. I think that we need to have better perception of what we're, what, what we're seeing. Somebody didn't get famous overnight. It took them 18 years. You're just seeing it now. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, we have a tendency to always look forward and not enjoy the moment. Either yes. look backwards and regret stuff, or be yes. angry about stuff that you won't control anymore, or look forward and and be frustrated that we are not there yet. Instead of just 
living the presence and enjoying it and embracing it. And yeah. also another thing is that looking at, I, I like to, you know, use this uh, metaphor uh, of kind of lifting yourself up a little bit, like a drone, right? Yeah. Imagine a drone above you and look at your life. Mm-hmm. And this is a point of time. And sometimes this point of time, you take one step backward. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. It's That's like okay. the example of, right? I moved to the US. I took a step backward because financially I took a step backward. I had mm-hmm. to reinvent myself. I, I had, but that's okay. Right. If right. I didn't take this step backward and I expected that from day one everything will continue the same, I would not been able to find a job. Right, right. And you would have been really not a happy person. And then the kid, the kids wouldn't have had a happy mom, your husband wouldn't have had a happy wife. I mean, that's because it affects other people. It doesn't affect just you, right? It affects your whole family. So I want to ask you how you started to, like transition all of your expertise and everything that you're doing into mentoring and supporting women's uh, career growth. How did how did that happened. Yeah. So that also was a process. I started volunteering in 2017. I was approached by a company that does mentoring for people, not just women, but in general engineering Mm -hmm. managers. And I started mentoring and I found out that I really enjoy it. And also people that I mentor gave me incredible feedback that I helped them so much. And I did it for several years. And then I realized, hey, why not just... (laughs) Well, why not just do it for a living? Right, then, eh? right. <laughs> so I do not just that. I do multiple things. I did a coaching certification. So I coach too. And uh, I oh, also consult wonderful. to companies. I do multiple things. Right. Uh, but but it, it started as volunteering. And, you know, I remember there was a colleague that, that the same company approached him and he said, uh, did this this and this approach you? You're not getting paid for that and you're still willing to do that? And I said, yeah, why not? I mean, it's something that I give back and I enjoy and I learn from. So some people always, you know, look at, oh, yeah. you there always have to be an immediate reward from everything I do. And it doesn't always work that way. Right. Oh, I love your mind so much. <laughs> I love your mind so much. Okay. So um, you know what I love too? I know, well, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. And I think that I'm, it might be even in your bio, but like that, and the engineering world is mainly male dominated, right? Yeah. So I, I love that you are um, pouring into women that way, because I think, uh, no, I know, I know a lot of women who are getting in that space and they need that support. They need that support because I, for instance, um, I'm, I'm an executive chef, right? So I am also in a very male dominated career and I've had to really like fight my way up there to get to where I am today. And now I have a woman forward kitchen where it's mostly all the women are the ones leading. And then we have a beautiful team, right? I love that because I think that it's time. I think it's time because women have just the same skill sets and mindsets and stuff that that a man does, especially when it comes to like numbers and engineering and being an attorneys and accountants and all this stuff that I've learned um, is more male dominated. So it's it's wonderful. Are you finding it growing now or now that you're in it and you're mentoring? Are you finding the, the field is growing? Not as much as I would like to. I think mm-hmm. it will take dedicated effort and I think it right. has to start with very young age. I agree. Uh, with I would say even middle middle school would be the right time 
Uh, when girls have to be introduced to STEM, I mean, I know that they are, but be encouraged. Let's say, yeah. be encouraged to follow that. If that's what they're passionate about, get the extra boost of confidence. Mm-hmm. I actually did. There was something very wonderful here in Israel that they did a week that there is one of the nonprofits. They invited women from different sectors to, to speak to middle school oh, students. Wonderful. And, and I did it and I really enjoyed it because that's the age where you can start influencing uh, mm-hmm. girls to see that if they want to, that's a possibility for them. Because mm-hmm. a lot of time it starts from there. Because when I went to school, when I went to university, I was like almost the only woman there. <laughs> so it has to yeah. start much sooner. Yeah. So girls will realize that it's possible for them and go to school and they need the support along the way. And that's where mentorship comes into play. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important for women to get that that support. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. And I love that um, that you are part of that program for those for the kids. And I, I think there needs to be more of that. There's just not enough. There's yeah. just not enough of that, right? So yeah. now I want to talk about what you are doing today. I know you mentioned it a little bit here and there, but I do want to know a little bit more about what it is you're, you're doing today. I know that like right now, I mean, you're in Israel and I'm in the States and we can talk, right? So are you coaching women like this? Are yeah. you? Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So tell me about what it is you're up to. Absolutely. So I'm working all over the world, but mostly US, just because I, I lived there for so many mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Everything is today remote. Even in Israel, I'll be honest with you, people don't want to commute. Right. <laughs> so even if I, if I lived in your area, uh, I would probably want to meet over Zoom just because the traffic yeah. and all, you know. Yeah. Um, so I have multiple things I'm doing, um, coaching and mentoring, and the difference can be, right, mentoring, it can be someone really comes to me with some very specific challenges that she has and she wants mm-hmm. to talk about, brainstorm, uh, and maybe sometimes get some some kind of opinions from me. Can I, so ask, that's you, more can I ask you the mentoring aspect of it like um, when they come to you specific about what specific about engineering or specific about jobs or life so it can be for example i have a woman who is a director of engineering relatively Mm -hmm. new director of engineering and she's struggling with how to scale up her organization and this is something that happens a lot Mm -hmm. when you when you get to the next level how do you what do you delegate how do you scale how do you grow as a leader so we work on that. We work towards, and usually oh, when I mentor, every also when I coach, there has to be a goal, a smart goal from that process. So we work, okay, what would be considered a success? What would, would you like to see at the end of the, mm-hmm. the tunnel, right after we uh, part ways? And that's what we work about. Okay. Um, and, and coaching is a little bit different. It's more holistic, usually looking at different aspects of that woman's life and see where she wants to focus. Mostly, you know, women come to me to focus on her career, on their careers. And then we kind of uh, work, work together on, on building a plan to whatever is, you know, yeah. important for her right now. And it That's will be great. more coaching rather than giving my experiences because sometimes women come to me with different backgrounds, right, that I mm-hmm. may not have necessarily uh, the same experience as they do. 
mm-hmm, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, of course. And you know what? It, and, and at the same time, um, that doesn't. And I want. I, I guess I'm saying it so because I want other people to understand that you don't have to have the same experiences. All you're there for is to help coach them through whatever it is they're going through, right? So yeah. I want people who don't know about coaching. If any of you out there don't know about coaching, coaching can really be a benefit to you. It will help you keep you accountable. It helps you look at your goals. It helps you see where you are. You know, maybe spiritually or energy wise, like where it is you want to land and how you want to feel when you get there. And I think that um, sometimes people think coaching is therapy. It's not. Those are two different things. Therapy is for therapy. And I like therapy too. I think people, some people need therapy. I know I've needed it in my life. And then there's, you know, coaching and coaching is literally think of a, like a coach in a field with, with a team and they're, they're encouraging that team. They're teaching that team some, something. And they're also coming back and forth with the person. Um, because, uh, Lamore, I think that it's important. Like when people call you to work with you and stuff that they understand you are there to like, basically be their sounding board and help them out. And like maybe give, um, some guidance here and there, but also to just have them complete their goals, what they want for their life, not what you want for their life. Right. Absolutely. So what I do is basically, Try to understand, first of all, we map their life from all aspects. We figure out where this woman want to focus on. And we try to understand what is holding her back. What are her limiting beliefs? You know, and what are her core values? What are the things that are important to her? What are her needs? Because we need to, to work on a plan. As you mentioned, it's for her. It's not for me. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't right. matter what I want. It's all about her and what she needs. And the right. goal of the whole thing is to build a to build a plan for her to execute. And I don't want anyone working with me to be dependent on me. I want the process to have a beginning and an end. Typically it's about, you know, a few months. And, and after that, if she wants to work on something else, we can start a new coaching, but, but I want to make sure that it has a beginning and an end and there's a goal and they just get out with a plan that they can execute upon. Right. Oh, I love that. And I'm glad you explained it that way because that's exactly right. And I want people to know that. And like I said, you know, my audience is is pretty amazing and they're really great at like following people and leaving me comments to tell me, oh, they love this conversation. And so I'm really glad that we were able to talk more because I love your mindset. I love the way you think. I love the way you're a go-getter. And I love that you are not afraid to say, hey, listen, this is a process. You're not going to get there like you're going to leave your job and a dream thing is going to happen. It is work, right? It is work. And I don't want people to think that it's not work because that's one of the misconceptions out there when you get all of these gurus telling you, you know, oh, in 90 days, you're going to be a millionaire. And it's like 90 days come and goes. Now you're disappointed. I want you guys to understand that it's a process, right? So when you go work with Lamore, you're going to it's a process. She's going to help you through the process and you guys are going to go through a process. It's not going to be like, she's going to say, okay, do this. And tomorrow you're a a millionaire, right? (laughs) Absolutely. And, and you know, uh, I, I experienced that firsthand and uh, with my daughter. So I'll just share, you know, um, because it, again, it goes to every aspect of your life, right? Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. affects everything. It does. And, and we are doing some, uh, we go to uh, the, you know, to the standard medicine, but we also do something alternative. It's called functional medicine. Yes, that's right. And it's a holistic mm-hmm. process trying mm-hmm. to understand the imbalances in her body. And we are there for over a year. Mm-hmm. And and at first I was I wanted magic bullets. I was like, hey, right. why is Me this too. not impacting? Why the problem is not solved? 
And it took me some time to realize, yeah, I, I really cannot control it. Yes, yes. So I exactly. have to kind of take a step back and understand it's a process. It's a process. Yeah. And we are helping her and we are trying to find how to heal her body. Right. But it right. will take time. It will. It will. And But I'm glad you're on the road. And I'm also glad you're going to alternative medicine. I, I believe in that strongly because they're the ones that found my conditions and they're helping me through that. It's just a, it's a long process. You're right. I was frustrated at first as well. And then I realized, you know what? At least I'm not going backwards. So yeah. let, me, let me just take one little baby step at a time and get there, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, you know, I really best wishes to your daughter as well. I, thank you. I, you I, you too. Know, I really do pray that that goes quickly, um, as quick as it can. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. So more before I let you go, you've, you've dropped a lot of beautiful gems here. And so I want to make sure that my audience knows where to reach you, how to reach you, work with you, all that stuff. So you have to give us all that good information, please. Yeah. Great. It will be very easy. Either go to my website, limorebergman.com, or find me on LinkedIn, Limor um, Bergman. Oh, okay, good. And reach out. That's simple. <laughs> That's yeah, <easy>. very simple. <laughs> exactly. Guys, I want to thank you. And Lamore, I want to thank you. Very, really, I really do. I love this conversation. I love that we connected. I love me your too. mind. I love your mind. I love it. So thank you so much for being here on Straight Talk. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much for having me, Nima. Thank you. So guys, thank you guys so much for being here. I really love you guys so much. I was so excited because I, um, you know, was able to go and check my scores. I'm 2.5% podcast to listen to top podcast to listen to in the country. I'm excited about that. Over 30,000 downloads this month. You guys are killing it. I love you guys. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that great stuff. I'm going to make sure to put all the more information down in the show notes so that you guys can reach out to her if you want to work with her. I love her mind. I love the way she thinks. And if you guys are engineers, this is the woman for you. So thank you guys for being here. This is Nina Perez. This is Straight Talk. No sugar added. Until next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., at Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.